man. So, so we really- gambler, you get you gamblers are as good at video calls as you are at building cars. All right, welcome to the Gamble 500 podcast. Uh, this episode, we sit down with Dirthead Dave and uh, talk about all things uh, dirt every day, talk about all things gambler and our recent uh, lawn mover landing trip and uh, what we got in store. Uh, Dirthead Dave is, is a good uh, a friend of mine and, and a total stud. So if you're uh, follow him on uh, social media, Dirthead Dave on Instagram, uh, check him out, check out the show. All right, let's jump right into it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, no, we've had, right. we've had two deleted podcasts uh, uh-huh. until now, and there, and there might be three. I don't know. Just hopefully this all works out. All the epic episode eleven. There was episode eleven. Yeah, that got deleted like that night. It was. Bad. They're deleted because they had such good content, or deleted yeah, because yeah, well, uh, no, because they were they were began in the context of about like a half gallon of whiskey. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So, and Starting I, like 2 p.m. Yeah. the podcast started. So yeah. Uh, yeah. But we were just talking about uh, uh, one of the things I wanted to cover was uh, we, what we did recently. And that was apropos. What happened was is that somebody complained that it just that we're boring and that we uh-huh. see friends that are interesting and that we should have our interesting friends on the podcast. And so there you go. You were, you were uh, you know, on the top ten of the people that I contacted. Fantastic. I'm glad I made the list. Um, so what's going on over there? You do what are we talking about tonight? What's going on? Well, you I guys want, have I want you guys have all sorts of crap going on. We do. I wish, like I want to pitch you on all everything that we do. I want you to come out the mini bike rally number one. Okay. Which is May eighteenth, and I I got a bike for you. Sweet. Just, just come down. You can ride in my school bus out there, and I got the, I got you covered for the whole weekend. I got a bike for you. And we'll we'll talk to Coleman. Maybe maybe Coleman. Uh, we can send you home with a bike. Fantastic. Uh, I had one for a while. Yeah, no, yeah, you had one, and then you sold one, and then you wanted one again. We went through this. Yeah. When we went, yeah. through, when we were out in the middle of the desert. Yeah, the first the first one I had was not as good as the ones they have now. And I never did the whole, like, get rid of that choke thing, the governor Man. thing, and mine basically went, like, four miles an hour. So, like, yeah. Like, well, you guys were also going up, like, a cliff face over Boulder. You guys were rocking. Yeah. On and the, e- even, at, e- even at four miles an hour, I was riding circles around Fred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, Fred's not a fan. <laughs> Fred doesn't like what he doesn't like. Like, there are things, it seems like, that he just it was not, he just won't do. Not and yeah. Like try to do. No, no, no. I'm I'm kind of down for trying whatever, even if it if it ends up with me smashing my face on the ground. Yeah. Uh, again. <laughs> <laughs> um. So did you guys do an intro to this? Is, wh- who are we talking to? Yeah, we totally introed. Oh yeah. wow. We dialed you in after we did all our ad intros. Oh sweet. Yeah. Well, hold on, we gotta go to a live read. Uh, and three, two, one. Oh wait, we don't do that. Yeah. Uh, Fantastic. No, Buckshot Razor here and uh, in uh, Andy. Uncle. Are you going back, to Uncle Andy? Late, late night okay. sneaky Uncle Andy. Late night sneaky Uncle Andy. Oh nice. So, yeah, we got we have we have the we have the Mover Landing All Stars here. Oh dang! It's practically, it's like what is this? Four out of the best 
11 people that yeah. have ever Moverlanded in their lives. Yeah, right here. That's right. This is the Moverlanding. Welcome to the, the first episode of the Moverlanding podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it a- might be the last. You never know. What's going to happen in a year from now when, when we're like the bottom of the barrel, like old news Moverlanders, and there's a whole new group. Oh, yeah. The young blood comes in. Uh, yeah. It, all, the, all the old the old blood. Uh, yeah. Man, that's going to suck. But at least yeah. on piles of money. Yeah. Yeah. That mover landing money is just going to come in in waves. Ah, buddy. Oh, Wait, I agree. Well, no, here's the thing, man. You build the aftermarket, and then, then it comes in. Like, you, you get mm-hmm. Casey uh, highlights involved. You get Interco, start making tractor tires. Yep, yep. Green Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> there, it is there. So then, after you build the aftermarket, <laughs> then that's when, you, that's when you start getting endorsement checks. I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure all you need is Predator engines on board so we can have some serious horsepowers. Is there, does Harbor Freight have a big flush fund? Uh, I don't know. I've, I know Fred was sponsored by Harbor Freight as a magazine for a year, so he got all sorts of stuff that he had to modify to make work. <laughs> I, I, figured, I figured they were just cutting out, they cut out all the middlemen, so that's why they were passing the savings on to us. I didn't think that yeah. was fun. No, that's that was how it originated. Then the uh, there's like the kid that inherited the company now, and he's totally changed the way it used to be. Oh, all right. You don't know the Harbor Freight story? I don't know. Freight story. I don't know. It, I don't know it all either. But I know that the old man died who started the thing, and now the kid has changed it up a little bit. I saw a sit- yeah, which were- is which is why your step bits aren't as as uh, sharp as they used to be. That's like a that's like Les Schwab. Les Schwab used to have awesome customer service and free beef, and then Les Schwab died, and all of a sudden, no more free beef. It's just garbage service, and they walk out to your car. They don't run anymore. Huh. Well, that's the way of the world, right? Yep. So that's the way the mower blade turns. <laughs> what's going on everywhere I go, or every every Insta page I turn, I see some sort of new gambler thing propaganda. Telling me I've got to be there. <laughs> Marvelous. Uh, so you know, I don't, I, we're, we're super loose with our branding, right? Like, so the whole concept was like, if you want to go do fun stuff, you should go do fun stuff. Use the Gambler 500 as like your calling card. So we have our big national meet where everybody gets together and does like the things in Oregon. But but mm-hmm. stuck in Florida. Like, why shouldn't they get to do fun things? Uh, so we tell people to start like a Gambler 500 down there, and mm-hmm. you know pay any money and that kid doesn't have to pay any money and they go do fun things and and just radical uh, well yeah i got i got people in florida if you need i'm sure you get your own group of floridians but we went down there and we did our our mud truck adventure um and uh the guy leroy leroy henderson down there he is a he's a bad bad mamma jamma that builds cool stuff so if you ever need a spot down there Get a hold of, get a hold of us, or get a hold of Leroy. Um, and I think he's been pushing the gambler stuff down there, so I think maybe he might be on board with you already. I I I love. I mean, I, we can't track everything. Like if we made money yeah. for that stuff, then it'd make more sense to track it all. But to be honest, like as long as people aren't kind of like uh, like damaging the the name of brands, then yeah, cool with it. Yeah, I'm just saying, if you ever want to go drive around in a giant Dodge truck on 72-inch tires, I, I know a guy. Yeah, I do, I do want to do that. It's pretty fun. 
Um, so what's going on with this mo- uh, the Missouri gambler? I, I saw a bunch of Instagram feed on that, and it was like some of these guys looked like they were gambling hard with like Crown Vicks and mud holes, and then there were a few guys that looked like they had like professional rally cars. Uh, and, so we don't care. Like the person who wins is the person who brings like the junkiest thing. Mm-hmm. Bring a professional rally car, you like instantly lost. But it's also kind of fun yeah. to see people's garbage next to people's nice stuff. Yeah. And so that's we love that juxtaposition. It's like when you guys go, uh, when you guys go uh, 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 rock mounting, right? Like you guys show up in like a comedically bad rock mounter on purpose. Um, that was not supposed to be bad, but I understand. <laughs> I understand what you're getting at. Uh, okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and it's getting better, dang it. The Rock Bouncer, the Rock Viper 2.0 is far better than Rock Viper 1.0. It, I think you guys were wearing Pit Viper sunglasses. No, you weren't. You were wearing those other, like, funny safety glasses. That yeah, no, Keith, our buddy Keith, like, had a case of those in the back by the tire machines in the shop. So everybody asked us, hey, where can I get some of those glasses? And we're like, well, Keith has two more pair. You should give him a call. Otherwise, I have no idea. Um, I'm going to address the live. People have been ignored for too long. Oh, yeah. I don't know if they've been, I don't know if they've been listening to this. I had, we had some questions. I don't know if anybody on the live has a question for, uh, for Dave Chappelle. Are you Facebook live in? Or like are you... the funniest Dave Chappelle yeah, Facebook. ever. Oh, sweet. Facebook or Instagram? Yeah, Facebook. Facebook. I couldn't do them both. I wish they were able to, to do them both. All right. I thought they own all it. They do own it all. They let's can't... talk. A, let's talk about how technically savvy some of us in our forties are. Man, forties <laughs> yet? That's in August. Yeah, yeah what, you're balls. only thirty nine. Yeah, thirty nine. I know. Man, I don't look it. Up. I got plenty of like gray hair. You have way more gray hair than I do. I know. Oh man. Yeah, I thought you were 40, 46 or seven. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no season. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna run inside. I'm getting a poor connection, and my bush light is running low. Yeah. Um, no, that's a good story. It really helps when we have audio only. You know that what you're doing. Uh, so what's going on? Do you have no no Facebook livers or or following along right now? Looking for questions. Um, uh, Downer, Downer wants to hug you. So yeah. All right. That uh, was. Uh, what are you gonna bring to the OG this year? If I if I show up at yeah. the OG, uh, you know what? I, I'm probably going to roll in there in the that '75 Toyota Land Cruiser I have on Swampers. I say Pacer. <laughs> yeah, that Pacer's got to show up. Uh, the, no, oh my. It was awesome. The pacer is awesome. the The problem with the pacer is that that episode like blew up. It's like I got word that apparently it's like the hottest episode we've had yet, huh. and and they're like the pacer has to be in Los Angeles in like two weeks. Uh, so they want to like they want to take the they want to take the pacer down to El Segundo and put it in the Motor Trend like the office building with like the showroom but apparently they don't know what the pacer smells like because it's gonna it's gonna like run the people out of the building 
Uh, you guys, you guys sent me some teaser pics when you were building it, and uh, I called dibs on it before it was done. You got uh, dibs? Yeah, I called dibs. Hmm. So <laughs> you go ahead. And All right. Call LA and let them know that they're gonna have to. Leave. I will let them know that I'm sorry, LA. Tate's got dibs, and dibs overrule ownership and title. Oh well, people like to ask you really intricate questions. Oh, what's that? How much torsion bar lift on an O1 Durango is too much torsion bar lift? Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh my gosh! I don't even know what that means. Um, Frank, you're you're on. Yeah. Right. And he's a Cadillac man. <laughs> tell tell this guy that uh, your Dodge Durango, you can't crank those torsions and lift the thing more than like a half inch before you start screwing up alignment and all sorts of stuff starts going bad, and you're gonna wear out ball joints and CV boots and all sorts of junk. So. Cut your wheel wells and jam big tires on it. Don't crank it up too much. Here you go. People don't like hearing that, but that's true. No, that's like uh, it's like Tacoma lifts. I always drove Tacomas, and people always wanted to put three inch lifts on the Tacoma. I was like, that is that that is the angle that blows CV joints. I just throw two and a half into a dip drop, and you're good to go. But every time, it's the one go three inches. And then every. Then everybody gets all scared about the diff drop. They're like, I'm going to lose three quarters of an inch of ground clearance. Like, no, no, you're not. It's going to be fine. Okay. Uh, all right. So can we talk about our episode, though, that we did? Or we oh, yeah. Do that later. I'm going back inside because you guys, you guys posted pictures of the stuff that we were doing up there. So, like, I figured it, it, we could probably talk about the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that that was that was like 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 on 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 film and on pictures. It was it looked like like some crazy epic adventure. And in person, it was like probably one of the, like the top ten time, like fun times I had. Like it was awesome. But it wasn't. Then it looked like it wasn't. It wasn't like you know. It wasn't high speed. That's for sure. Very no, I of- I I got clocked at four on the lake bed. This yeah. is the, the craziest thing. It's like how, like you've said it and I've said it, how much fun it is to take the wrong thing to like the coolest place. Like when was the last time you were on a dry lake bed that people have set land speed records on and you were going four miles an hour wide <laughs> open? We didn't even like Winnebago. Yeah. Because well, uh, no. the dangerous part was us sitting there waiting for like our, our hubs to explode. I think your Winnebago had me by like point. 0625 miles per hour because like if we were in a dash across the lake bed within a mile you were a good 100 feet ahead of me so you're definitely that in there's amber of our two front wheels yeah yeah we didn't we didn't touch the motor we knew that if we touched the motor we'd we'd screw it up you know there was a you'll have to watch the video but there was a guy running av gas in a lawnmower engine and it didn't end well (laughs) That was the one that put the piston. No, it didn't. Yeah, it didn't. But there, there was, there was yeah. lots of uh, lots of ups and downs and, and peaks and valleys on that trip. Uh, the the through the mud. The fun, the the funniest thing that happened after the the uh, other chopper blew up because of the avgas was when he was trying to give the avgas away to everybody else <laughs> trying, to t- trying to tell us how great ours would run on it 
Hey, man. <laughs> hey, I got two and a half gallons of this stuff. Somebody's got to use it. Uh, yeah, no, that didn't. That, we had we had enough problems as it was. Uh, and thanks to you, we got ours back on the road. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, I have a video of that. Oh, I have got to send you it. But it's like a minute and a half long. The last, oh, the last like 20 seconds of you, of the telephone pole Nissan Titan Winnebago tug of war is amazing. It is so good. And I got it. I got it all on video. It's, it's amazing. Right after you say something about um, doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results, then the thing breaks. Oh, it's, it's epic. Uh, so, well, it's that classic example of like standing around a problem and everybody having like different ideas and not like vetting one yeah. idea from another. So like you could go spend three hours on a bad idea and then be in a work yeah. started. So, but you stepped in and you had the best idea and you got us through day two. My my best idea was videotape the first bad idea and then fix it after that. All that for such a simple trick. Yeah. <laughs> a lever. A lever. Yep. Well, that one didn't work. That was... No, that's possible. So it was, a, it was a lot more fun though. That how do I? How do I? I feel weird about being in the center of the Facebook Live video. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I think the be. I think the behind the scenes and the outtakes from the Moverlanding episode could be an hour long show on its own. There was so much ridiculousness that was going on. Oh, yeah, man. and then then you guys is like a mid roll or post roll or whatever your fancy talk is for it, but like Uncle Andy and then Dad were. <laughs> oh yeah, the extras really <laughs> over the top. That was... <laughs> oh my gosh! And you know, it's so those extras are gonna come out like next week, I so can... the extras will probably all start rolling out way before the episode sh- rolls out. So people are gonna be like used to watching extras every day and they're going to roll into this one where I'm interviewing dad and they're going to be like, <laughs> what in the hell has happened to the extras? And there was no premise to like, it was no like no. dad. Like he was just like straight up like <laughs> acting like, like into character. There was no like explanation of what was going on. Uh, you know what? You know what? Like I'm going to toot your horn a little bit again. Over the over the podcasties, but everyone always tends to ask me if, if you guys are as cool in person as you are, uh, and like on the TVs, because because you have a hardcore following, and uh, I would one hundred percent say you're cooler in person than uh, than on on the TVs. So it's thank uh, you. It's a super fun week. We were working, but also having fun, and like it was just a rad. That was a rad thing to be able to do. We all had to kind of like sit here and say, hey, what are we doing right now? Riding lawnmowers across the Alvor Desert. Yeah, for those oh. who know, Dave Chappelle's got some awesome fireside dance moves as well. Yeah, and a few comedy albums you guys should check out. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, there was like I said, if we had if we had video from like twenty four hour video cast of that trip, it would just be insane. Um, That'd be a weird show to try to make. I don't think it ever worked. I think yeah, yes, pushing our, nah. our Moverlanders through the, the high, the highlight reel. The oh, the, so here's the thing: the Moverlanders in the mud. How ridiculous was that? How Absolutely. sticky and muddy that was, and we just kept pushing and pushing and pushing. No, and no, like no. my my friend, my four times, 
And then you guys kept going, and so we had we had to no suck it up till the very end. I I loved it. I loved that you were getting frustrated at the end, and you're like, "Oh my god, they're around the next corner. These stupid sons of bitches." <laughs> that would happen. We'd up, and you guys would keep going, and we had two people on on on, a, on lawnmower just in Winnebago, and so then I would look at Chuck. And we decided we've been done, and we you guys and get the over the and we're like, fuck it, man. All right, so we're digging all the mud out from underneath the lawnmower, and we get up, catch up to you guys again, and by that time, mud would take in there, and the whole thing would come to a steaming stop. None, none of the wheels No, my front wheels looked like Hershey, Hershey chocolate kisses. They were like these crazy-looking chocolate mud blobs that didn't turn or do anything uh and then you still had your mower deck on yeah i did that but here's the thing the last like the last quarter mile i don't know if you saw it but fred just pushed me the whole way like and there was a sec there was like my mower was done the belt was spinning the thing was overheating (laughs) apparently it didn't have any oil in it the whole time um and like the last quarter mile it was sort of running but for the most part fred was just ramming the back of the chopper mower up the trail yeah and what's that his was badass like if we ever go mower landing again i think we all need to start with something like one of those sears uh suburbans like that or some cool old tractor instead of my crappy hydrostatic machine that i had yeah, yeah. But I, I cannot believe that I didn't get stabbed in the back of the head by my own sissy bar because Fred was ramming the thing so hard. Like, there's a few spots where he, he like, ran into the back of my mower and my axe that I had got jammed into his mower blades, into his push mower blades, and I had to cut with my other side to cut my axe in half so that we could separate the two i saw your axe right. cut in half i didn't know yeah like, no it was, like it was wow. no no they were they were like joined at the axe axe to axe yeah <laughs> and on to the next thing <laughs> <laughs> welcome to our podcast uh, I, I, I would love for i mean i don't have no idea how they're going to cut cut all that up together but I, I think i think i'm as excited about that as probably anything else right now. yeah it's kind of crazy because most of the time when we do these episodes it's like we go into the episode and the director is like the director's all panicking like oh my god we got to film every slow motion grinding and slow motion welding and we gotta like overfilm everything and then by the end of it when we're doing this action he's like we have way too much content like we could be we could make like a two hour long movie out of every one of these episodes we so, never know when you're gonna shit the bed, right? what's that you never know when you're gonna shit the bed yeah exactly so you gotta get plenty of that slow motion sparks at the beginning uh, yeah, we. I have I have a one slow motion spot in my head that that would be featured in Winnebago. The only like fast looking thing that we did. Was yeah. Day was two. that the? No, that the was rollover. The, no, it was the wheelie. Oh, that's. Oh God. <laughs> I I, hope I'm that, hoping we I got, got the rollover part. Oh God. Okay. We don't even talk are about you it. are you talking about? 
I mean, we can't blow the whole episode oh, for him, but are you, are you talking about when you threw the cattle guard and your wheel fell off and you dove it into the ground yep. and tipped over? No. They didn't capture that. What? Top, what, is the, what is the old adage? If, if we didn't film it, it didn't happen? Yeah. Oh, man. There was the one. That, no, the cameras are always on. Like, it's crazy how much you think, like, how did you'll, you'll go back and you'll watch it and you'll be like, where the hell did they get that shot? But, I had to talk. I had to talk about it to everybody about not drinking uh, liquor in front of everybody or like during the day. And mm-hmm. you, some of those GoPros uh, caught me sipping a little bit. Of, a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The GoPros, the GoPros don't lie, man. <laughs> oh, geez, you got to be careful with those things. And then you get the GoPro going with the audio, and then it's all over. You you're going. You're going to jail or something. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I had a mic. I, there was many, many, many times throughout the week that like people thought there was safe, and they they you'd always things. be like, I'm mic'd up, I'm mic'd up, and then Careful. I'd have to like point at my chest. <laughs> point at the yeah, he's wearing a wire. Wire. <laughs> so uh, what's going? What's going on next? You guys were you, you've got gamblers going on across the nation. You've got gamblers going on overseas. Yeah, well, this I, is crazy. This in July, three in Canada. Uh, my my big focus is obviously the big the big rally in June. The whole goal of spreading it around and letting people open other deals and like like kind of like giving away the logo and the concept of like so other people could have fun do the thing and then all come together for one big rally. Yeah. In in June here in Oregon, it's kind of like if we invented motorcycles and then provided, this, right? Yeah. So, but like this, the 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 concept of like offering cars hadn't really been given a name yet. I mean, you guys mm-hmm. did it a lot, and everybody that we talked to said, "Oh, I used to do this shit growing up all the time ten years ago. We just we just didn't have a name for it, and now yeah, kind of kind of gave it a name." So, have you when when we were out at the Gambler in 2017, um, you were kind of running around freaking out because you were you were like. This is too big. Nobody's killed themselves yet, we, but they're still tomorrow. Yeah. How do we keep doing this and keep having fun with it, but me not go to jail? Yeah. Have nope. you figured that side of it out yet? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just, I'm going to, I'm going to go to jail, which is the synopsis of that. Like I have accepted that fate. Right. Uh, well, but like, well, here's the skinny. So right, if you, if you, if you propagate the the, the entire premise of what we're doing is legal, and not only mm-hmm. legal doing good things for the environment and being good stewards of uh of the communities we visit to so push that right mm-hmm. and then like after that like mostly fun's going to be had and then something bad is going to happen but at the end of the day like we've already we kind of covered our bases by making sure that that we were doing more good than harm uh, all right i don't think you can really like it's not a life worth lived unless you do that yeah exactly so uh, no, I, we don't have this figured out at all. So that's part of the fun of it. Perfect. Well, that's uh, good. Well, I mean, and when you in, you were there. When you, what's that? You were there to share that with me because yeah, I, we were expecting 250 cars. Yeah. Yeah. We had 850 cars. Yeah, you were. You you were kind of freaking out. It was it was. A little bit. Well, because the the year before that we had 40 cars. Oh geez, that was the big blow up that year. Yeah, that, that was when the Chubby's video came out. That was when hmm. Andy talked to his friend Robbie Weed, 
and said, hey, man, you should come out. And Robbie's like, no, man, I ain't got time. Send me some of your cell phone videos, and we'll do a thing. <laughs> and then like everybody randomly sent him some cell phone videos, and then all of a sudden, 20 million views later, and 10 billion people asking if they could come out and do it. That's <laughs> rad. We're like, yeah, man, why not? What's the worst that could happen? Everything. Wow, dude, Pandora's box. I, I thought... I wasn't worried about everything getting shut down because there was nothing to lose yet, right? Like, yeah. it didn't matter if it got shut down. All right, so check this out. I want to talk to you. I got questions for you about gambling. Um, so we went into that 2017 year. Like, Fred and I are supposed to know what the fuck's going on. Can I say that on the air? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not on All there. right, so Fred and I are supposed to know what's going on. We're supposed we're supposed to know what's going on. Then we got we got a film crew and a director and a producer that they all expect us to know what's going on. So we show up to the gambler and we're like, oh yeah, we got this. We know what's going on. And then it's like we go and film in the parking lot and it's like, yeah, this is rad. Every all these cars are so cool. And then we hit the road and it's like, where are we going? What are we doing? And and like I am supposed to be navigating and I'm like the least technically savvy dude of all time. I don't know how to use a freaking like smartphone or a watch or a calculator or anything. And I've got a GPS, a phone GPS, maps. I got all this stuff and I'm trying to find these GPS coordinates that Tate gave us. And of course, like everything that we have is taking us the fastest route to get to that GPS coordinate. So we're on the highway, like driving down the highway, trying to find these places. And we're like, this isn't what this is all about. We're doing this wrong. But then we got producer and director like, do you guys know where you're going? And we're like, yeah, dude, we got this. So how do you do the gambler if you aren't familiar with the area you're going to? So it's all been evolution. Right. So like when we started year one, we actually had a route. Like we had a real route that you had to follow. But we were also keeping time. Yeah. And so like that we was, were still using coordinates. But it was which a, still had to plug in. W- no, year one there was an actual path that we had like yeah. one of the paths got messed up. And that's when I figured out I was like shit, I can't give a path and GPS coordinates, something gets screwed up, yada yada. But that was when we had thirteen cars. So every year we grow and then like, okay, we're not gonna do paths, we're gonna do GPS coordinates. And then mm-hmm. Once it blew up, I knew even at 250 cars, you couldn't put all 250 of those cars on the same pathway. And mm-hmm. so we created those three different, like, we had to choose your own adventure gate. And, like, know that, like, when you ask, were we doing what we were supposed to be doing, we didn't know what we were doing when we were planning it. So, like, it's all been, we've, everyone's been learning together mm-hmm. and have really low expectations. Mm-hmm. That that's what kind of created everyone's everyone's kind of like, like having a good time like together. And when they once they learn what other people did and figured out, like they can laugh about it later. But like the basic premise now is get to Shamol, get to our our our, our middle ground, our our, our the festival mm-hmm. using dirt roads, right? Caveman. Yeah. When you put two thousand cars into the same vicinity and you're not like you're all staying off the highway. You're all going to run into each other, and you're all going to have this kind of fun adventure together, or not. You can also decide, like, hey, I don't want to be with these 10 people I just, I just met, who are my, immediately, like, my new best friends. Yeah. Um, but, like, the, so it's kind of what you make it, and we're, we're yeah. definitely 
going into year three of like a of a of a more public venture, and so we're still really young, really young event. Yeah. So and, what I what I gathered from the day we were out doing it was a pack as many friends as you can into one car. Yeah. Um, B, go with the flow. And C, don't drag a camera crew along. Yeah, or else we're going to end out at China Hat Road, which was nowhere even near the route. Yeah. Great road. No, it was, it was wild. We, it was a good trip. It was fun. But I was like, we're driving down the road. Like, we're going down the freeway. And we were out in the middle of eastern Oregon, like, in the hay fields, like, going 65 miles an hour in one direction and you see like four gamblers going the other direction and and then you you cross like a cattle garden there's gamblers on both sides and everybody's confused <laughs> and, and it was like perfect i don't know like that that's like on the top of the website it says less vague still yeah. awesome because there are yeah for giving you information at this point we used to say we used to say fucking show up this weekend in this parking lot at six a.m. That's all you get, and then you show up there, you get one sheet of paper that had a bunch of like numbers on it, and we slapped it in your face, and we said that we said later. Time started. Was, that was it. Like that was that was all the guidance you ever got. Like there was no hand holding. It was nothing. Now yeah. it's all like uh, you know it all it's evolved with the amount of people. Yeah. yeah. Well, wait. You were talking about an app. Like you're you're creating an app for this now. Yeah, it's hard to fund, but yeah, we've got unpaid, which measures your percentage of off-road travel, which mm-hmm. I think is an awesome metric for competition, because it takes speed out of it, which also takes like sanctions and road closures and all that stuff out of it as well. But it's also mm-hmm. not a speed time-distance rally, which I think looks boring as hell, where you have to like go slow on purpose, and then if you get lost, you have to go fast on purpose. Like I, I've never understood. That. I don't like the time-distance rally. That that just seems shitty. So yeah. yeah. Going like a as many off going A to B or A B C D E F G like as many off road like as much off road as possible. That's that's the gist of it. But if someone out there is a programmer or like has that like does API and, and app stuff and has a way for us to do that, let me know because right now it's very difficult. We're sorting through it, but it's very time intensive. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to going on my second gambler because. The, the next one will be done the way you guys do it. Like, it'll be with some buddies in a crummy car with mud tires, and I'm going to stick to the dirt. Yeah. So the guys, that, the guys that were out there doing that looked like they were having a blast. So you're I've, doing a good job. You had my favorite line of that episode when you're in your giant jacked-up 4x4 van on 35s or 37s, and you guys are up at the D Flats, and there's this like kind of rock crawly course. And Fred's like, hey, how's it look up there? And you turn around and say, hey, the guy in the Trans Am said it was pretty easy, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was rad. Get the position of you getting the advice from the Trans Am while you're in this giant 4 x hilarious. Yeah. Well, that's how you learn, right? Now, uh, cross-color thoughts. Oh, yeah. Oh, so check this out. So this is like a little... Every I'm getting ready to go to Easter Jeep Safari right now. So at my regular job, I'm like hustling, trying to get all these rigs ready so that we can go out to Jeep Safari and go four wheeling. And the name of your and, company? Uh, I work at Off Road Power Products up in Spokane. Um, it's like 
part it's got two names it's diesel power products and off-road power products and they're like if you like google some like high flow injectors for your diesel truck they'll come up and they'll try and sell you sell you parts so i just i work there and i like build the company rigs and work on stuff there so we're getting all ready to go um so i gotta go to moab and i'm like part on their dime and then i got fred going on dirt every day's side and he's trying to like set us up with all sorts of stuff to do and every year fred puts together this night ride and it's usually like this like flying under the radar kind of night ride so last year we did the uh the white pants run um so they always have a theme last year was white pants and this year is um i was i was going for the canadian tuxedo um but he's just calling it the denim run so now i'm like like denim like we could totally wear like look like train conductor overalls you could wear like the clint black um or george Strait, like all black denim from the cowboy like 90s era or you could go total bell bib devoe style with like the cross colors and like the bib overalls with like the one flap down so that's where that came from so my wife was downstairs looking up cross color stuff on the internet trying to find some cool gear for me but uh, okay, I think you do have to go overall, and I don't. I don't think you drop one side. I think you leave both sides up. Really? Or you just wear your pants backwards? Well, that's always a possibility. I may have been doing that while I was dancing on the Mover Landing episode. <laughs> but, I don't feel like uh, we have another Chris, venue. That was, that was I don't Chris think we're gonna have another out. venue to talk about that. Um. So you just want to you just want to get it out in the open right now? Is that what you're saying? Dance contest between I gotta get whiskey. You Chuck, Chuck, lay it out. I'm gonna grab the whiskey. Between Kate and uh, and yours truly, Dave here. Um, and uh, what were we dancing to, Dave? I forgot. With the Um, sort of some sort of late '80s, early '90s rap, some sort. Of yeah, of all sorts. I mean, to, in my head, we were out there for four and four and a half, five hours. Oh sure. Um, I mean, there was some Sir Mix a lot. There was some Notorious B.I.G. I think there was some Tribe Called Quest. Um, I think, I think, I think you. Yeah, I think Tribe Called Quest was the winner. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I think each of you had like a, a minute or so to dance. Yeah. Well, uh, here's the here's the thing. I may have forgotten like the last half hour of what, <laughs> of what happened say forgotten your that, balance that maybe, was, but that that was a fun night. you have a you have a specific style though like very fluid I, I yeah it's very, no it's like there's like a stinky leg kind of like aspect to it that i really appreciate like i, I couldn't i couldn't place the style no. like, i know all the reasons i i i i was mimicking i couldn't uh-huh. answer you were mimicking Mine was my style is sort of like a weird, like broken knee house flavor. Um, I don't know how to explain it other than that, but that's kind of that's how I've always I, I love dancing and that's how I do it. It's just sort of like keep your hands, keep your hands close and let your feet and your knees do the talking. Andy's Andy's got a similar style. Were you there for the dance off? <laughs> yeah. Welcome. Andy will take his hat off and 
Throw it on the no, ground. No, you threw a hat down. Oh, did you throw a hat down? <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll dan- he'll dance around it, kind of like a chicken. But like, yeah, he is very yeah. he is very leg heavy. Like it is it is entertaining. Like I. I <laughs> And great. and you were, so, you were the winner. You won. You were the, the winner. Off. Correct got, me if correct me if I'm wrong, but I think when I crashed, was I trying to jump through my foot? Like, was I holding one foot with my hand and trying to jump through the other one? You kept trying to do that. What? Like, well, I, so I, I affirmative, Dave. Yes, you were. Oh, okay. I was trying to do that too, but I was like telling you, I can't do this. I, like, I, I'm. I'm destined to fail. Like there's no no way I'm gonna. Here, here's the thing. Next time we're hanging out, don't let me try that anymore. Uh, it's when I it the last time I successfully did it was when I was 38, and now I'm 40. I have fallen on my face like three uh, times now because of that maneuver and my age. <laughs> so. So. Uh, all you viewers and listeners I, 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 out there, don't let Dave try and jump through his foot. I was I was lucky that I did not find dead log or whatever. They did. I bowed. It was shortly thereafter. I just bowed and said, "Later, I'm going to my little ashtray." It's time to go to your fart house. You're done for the night. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was wild. So yes, that was that was a good time. I may I was doing fine when it was just like. Like me and some notorious B.I.G. and some Coors Original, and then you broke out the whiskey, and then it was it was over. Those are your people who went to fields and got the whiskey. Yes, they were. They also picked up some champagne. They're like, there's yeah. oh, the fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We were fifty miles out of dirt road, and there was four bottles of champagne that showed up the next morning. Who, four bottles. Who wanted who? Four bottles. I think. Well, I, let me take that back. I heard there were four bottles ordered and only one showed up. Yeah, I was like, somebody drink three bottles of my champagne. So it's it's Uncle Andy's. It's Uncle Andy's now. Like he always he always wants to have champagne to like shake it and like do a winter circle no matter what place he finished. I don't remember mm-hmm. doing that with your champagne. Like just had a tradition at this point. And now you have to bring two thousand bottles of. Of champagne with you everywhere you go. Maybe you should be thinking ahead if it's something that you want to be doing. Hey, everybody time. listening to this podcast, please bring a bottle of champagne. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's going to be your new entry fee. <laughs> hey, you can join the Gambler 500 and buy your own trophy. Oh, no. <laughs> like a food drive? You know, when you get like free admission and like a can of food, but it's a bottle bring of champagne. champagne. Yeah, there you go. All right, so the things I've gathered from this conversation are that you're coming to the mini bike event. I don't know if I don't know if I can make it to the mini bike one just because of scheduling with like dirt every day, but I do think that I'm in for the OG. Okay. But I got to figure out how to do the OG gambler and bring my family with me because I'm kind of like away from them a lot and I want to drag the family along. Uh, yeah. No, you can't. We have a fambler on Labor Day. Do you? Yeah, the whole fact. I'm driving my family around in our, in our big old school bus. All right. Well, here's... Hey, you, I, can, you can do whatever you want. Here's uh, here's what you got to do. Open communication. Hmm. And, and, and our relationships will be great. So what you mean? So, that don't, don't text you to, and beg you to come on a podcast 30 minutes before we record it? 
No, that's fine. You can always do that. That one's always good. Um, no, I think I think it's going to be good. I want to try and get down there, even if I don't. Um, even if I don't go on the gambler, I'm coming down to to Portland and Multnomah Falls and taking the family, and I'll probably be giving you a call and see if you can show me around a little bit because it's been a long time. Yeah, you know that. Yeah, no, you come over. I'll cook you dinner. We'll cook ribs on the back porch, uh, my, hey. and uh, ride mini bikes in the forest. And we'll go mow your front yard with Winnebago. Yeah. Well, no, we, well, we, <laughs> there's a little problem with that. We gave that to the trash guy. Yeah. I was just going to say, what? Well, I thought the transfer station. You gave the, you gave it away? That thing had a solid rear tire on it still. We didn't, we didn't give it away. I'm about to stab both of you. <laughs> on we, a we podcast. Paid, we, paid, we paid someone we to paid, take it. We paid someone. Nice. Someone took a picture of it at the dump. Yeah, oh, we posted it online, and they were like, <laughs> "Are you kidding me?" Yeah, and I was oh. like, "I was like, where the fuck is this?" Did you guys like let somebody did borrow you it? Post it? I, I, I don't know. They almost guys, didn't want it. Assholes. No, I got, I got too much shit. Dave knows. Dave knows. You can't keep all your garbage. I keep no, all you, your garbage, Dave. You can't, you can't, you can't keep it all. You well, gotta. Give it you either, you either gotta pass it on, or sell it, or give it away, or sometimes things just end up in the crusher. So what's up? What's the fate of the red snapper? Ooh, that's a good question. I think he he'll probably bring it out to the, to the mini bike route. That's okay. Cool. You gonna put a hundred? You gonna put a hundred miles on that thing? He he brought he brought a a mini bike with a quad front end on the front end of it last year. Yeah. Terrifying thing to ride on the face of the planet. Uh, Is it? that? Was that the one that had the shopping cart over the? Menu over the quad front end. Yeah, that was a four, that was another that was another one. That was a okay. Two, that was the good. steering wheel and the cart. The, the cart was the steering. Yeah. yeah. No, was the, no, uh, no. I don't think this made a lot of press. It was uh, it was terrible because every time you turned, it went on two wheels, and so like you went from a three wheeler to a motorcycle like instantly. But it was a terrifying motorcycle. Yeah, that sounds uh, like a great time. Jason Humphreys and Beardo, they're uh, from the Washington Gambler, total studs. Yeah. I gotta hook up with those dudes since I'm up here now. But yeah, they're gonna put one together up north, up north and north, and I think they got some stuff on the east side of the state too, because you're out in on the east side, right? Yeah, northeast. I was always so. thinking that like Washington occupies the rest of their state, and Oregon just has this weird vein down the western part, and nobody lives out in the eastern part, which is why I like it out in the eastern. Yeah, you know what though, man? That drive, that drive home from our overlanding trip up the three ninety five through Oregon was probably like one of the most beautiful drives of my life. I grew up in Oregon, in like I was born in Portland area, and then I was a little kid like in the Roseburg area, and you know we never thought of anything on the east side of the state like that didn't even exist, and then. This last weekend, I was driving home up the 395, and I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. So you've got a pretty rad state there. Uh, thank you for my Oregon mud flaps. Those are going on the Land Cruiser. <laughs> yes. I forgot. I forgot. I was, just, I was sitting around in my garage, and I was like, what do I need to, like, get out of my garage? And I looked at those, and I was like, dude, either Fred or Dave is going to have, like, a use for these. And so I'm glad I'm glad you did something with them. Those are yeah. iconic. Those are straight up seventies. Oh, those are those yeah, keep yeah. Or, those those are keep Oregon green mud flaps. They got the 
it says it's got the the state outline says keep Oregon green it says prevent wildfires and those are what I remember growing up when it was like 1985 you know those and Big Sky Montana because for some reason Big Sky Montana mudflaps made it to every state in the nation no I do remember those yeah you're right yeah big old like they're really wide they're big like rubber yeah everybody had them on their motorhomes and stuff which those are bad. We actually we have keep Oregon green uh, license plates coming out here shortly. Right on. Smokey the right bear. on. Cool. Well, I just got yelled at by the wife because I'm being way too loud and the kids are like not sleeping. So I got a jam. Uh, awesome. Well, hey, dude, thank you. Thank you, Dave. So much time. With us. All right. Thank you, guys. I'm going to get back to work and try and get out to Moab. So if anybody is out there in Jeep Safari 2019 next week, um, look for Fred and I at the Jeep booth downtown on Wednesday, and we'll give you some swag or go out to the denim night ride on Wednesday. Keep following like, keep following on Instagram and Facebook and stuff, and we'll tell you where it's at. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, follow, follow Dirthead Dave and Dirt Every Day. Four by Fred Williams and all those kids. Yeah. You guys keep gambling. And let me know when I need to be down there because I want to keep doing it. All right. ABG. ABG, keep dancing, Dave. All right, man. See you guys. Thanks. Okay. Bye.